Yevamas per Gimel, Mishnah Dalad 3-4. Now, the start of the Mishnah is familiar to us, like the previous Mishnahis, and it starts out Namach Vechidish. It says, Yev Shlosha Achin, you have three brothers, Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. Shnai Mehen, Nesuin, Shteyachayos. And two of the brothers, let's say Reuven and Shimon, are married to two women who are related to each other in such a way that one would not be permitted to marry both of them. Like, for example, the first one most familiar to us, they're sisters. So let's say Reuven marries Rachel, Shimon marries Leah, Rachel and Leah are sisters, Reuven and Shimon as well as Levi are brothers. So we already know that um, if Reuven and Shimon died, so then they leave these two widows, Rachel and Leah, both to Levi, but Levi couldn't marry either one of them because each one is a chos zakuka, so the sister of someone who is already like quasi or partially married to whatever it is, and therefore he can marry neither, and does chalitza to both. The mission points out, first of all, that there are other relationships besides sisters that would make one disallowed from marrying these two women because of their relationship. So, for example, the mission says, O isho bita, if Rachel and Leah are mother and daughter, one may not marry a mother and a daughter, so that would be a similar problem. O isho bas bita, O isho bas bana, if one is a grandmother, one is a granddaughter, um, whether through the son or daughter, it doesn't matter. Again, Levi couldn't marry either Rachel or Leah because the other one is related to him. They're, they're related to each other in such a way that each one is um, an Ereva that has a Zika, which makes the other one usher through an Ereva. So therefore, in all those cases, in all those scenarios, Levi has to resolve the Zika that comes from both his dead brother Reuven and dead brother Shimon. So he gives a chalitza to both the widow Rachel and the widow Leah, since he can't do even with them because of their existing relationship. Now that's old news. No great kedushin there. The chiddush is that Rabbi Shimon Poter, Rabbi Shimon holds that there's no obligation whatsoever. Rabbi Shimon learns from a pasuk that the if there's an existing relationship which makes them forbidden to each get married, is like a chos zukukaso would if they're sisters. So then he learns that from a pasuk that says v'isha al that extra word litzror, according to Bishimon, comes to teach that uh, if they're going to be, uh, if they would be um, tsaros one to the other, then they don't fall to vibim whatsoever, as the Pasuk he understands to say. And therefore, since Ruch and Leah are sisters, neither one falls to Levi whatsoever, and therefore both are free to marry whomever they want without any chalitza or yibum, based on the Pasuk. And although the Pasuk is based on Isha Lachosa, two sisters, it equally applies to the mother-daughter or granddaughter-grandmother relationships as well. The mission continues and says, Haisa achas mehen asura alav iser erva. If one of these two women, so the same setup, Rachel and Leah are sisters, but let's say that Leah is formerly the daughter-in-law of Levi, like before Levi had the son Ben Levi, Ben Levi married Leah, and then they got divorced, and then Levi forevermore can't marry Leah as his kalaso, his daughter-in-law, and then if Leah goes and marries Shimon, let's say, and then Shimon dies, and now he has these two women falling to him, so to speak, would be falling to him, his two brothers Reuven and Shimon both die, leaving Rach and Leah as widows, but since Levi can never marry Leah, because Leah is already kalaso, his daughter-in-law, so therefore the only person who actually would be falling to him is Rachel. And therefore the Mishnah says, Asur ba, he certainly can't do Yibam or Chalitza, and therefore not Chalitza with Leah. She's free to go. Umutar ba chosa, and therefore since 
the one sister Leah never has any connection, no Zika to Levi, automatically the other sister now is the only one who has a Zika, and therefore it's not a Chos So, and therefore Levi could do Yibum with Rachel, or he could do Chalitza as well. The is Mishnah continues on. What happens if between Levi and Leah there is a restriction, but not an Isser Erev, not a Doraisa restriction like Kalasso, but something that's rabbinic in nature, like an Isser Mitzvah, that's a pure rabbinic, like we said already a number of times. For example, let's say it's his grandmother, which is only an Isser, it's a Shniels, the Arias, we said before already, or Isser Kedusha, there is a Torah prohibition, but it's not one that's under the penalty of Karis, like for example, let's say that Leah is a Mamzeres. We had other examples as well. So in those scenarios, Chaltos, Fulomus, Yabmos, then Leah, although she's forbidden to Levi, but not in a way that actually Midoraisa would restrict them from doing Yibum. That being the case, he can't do Yibum, he must do Chalitza to Leah, but also Rachel as well, since now he has like on a Dorais level a Zika to Rachel's sister Leah, he has to do Chalitza and Yibum with Rachel as well. Now, the point of this Mishnah here, that also is old news, no Chiddush. The Chiddush here is that, according to even Rabbi Shimon agrees that if the restriction between Leah and Levi is only rabbinic, as the Isser Mitzvah or Isser Erva, so still they both need Chalitza. Now, why is that the case? You would think that, Le- that Rabbi Shimon would say, listen, since on a Doraisa level, the relationship of Rachel and Leah make them both forbidden to Levi, so they should be free to go. That's true, except even Rabbi Shimon agrees, if you let them free to go without Chalitza, People would think the reason why, perhaps, the reason why Leah didn't get chalitza is because she is an Isser Durban and Levi. And that's not true. The rule is, you know, of course, that if the only thing stopping Levi from getting married to Leah is an Isser Mitzvah or an Isser, er- Isser Kedusha, so then the din is the rice they could do Yibum, but Durban we only give them chalitza. So Rabbi Shimon's afraid you'd get the halacha wrong, and therefore he says, and you think it's more general, not just this particular case because of the relationship between Rachel and Leah. And therefore, even here, Rabbi Shimon would agree that Levi must give a chalitza to Leah and Rachel as well.